Somebody asked Nick Nurse the other day about tanking, um, you know, and he goes, I'm not trying to tank. You know, that's not even on my mind. I'm not even thinking about that. I want to compete with the guys that I have right now. We want to make a playoff push. And I love that so much, you know, because that's a guy that's a winner. That's a guy that loves basketball, loves coaching, and loves competing. And guys are always going to have a good time playing for a coach like that. You know, um, there's just there's this idea now, right, oh, of draft picks. We, you know, we have so many draft picks. And casuals applaud this whole concept of teams, you know, having securing first round draft picks like OKC into the year 20 fucking 33. Right. When the kid that you're probably going to get at that time is in fifth or sixth grade right now, you don't know who it is. Right. And this is being celebrated. And I'm like, I don't understand that concept at all. Right. You had Kevin Durant. You had Russell Westbrook. You had James Harden. You had uh, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. And that's what you have to show for it. Right. Like that to me is that's a loser's mentality if people are celebrating that. And if teams are continuously, you know, going into seasons tanking, right, going into seasons, um, you know, with draft picks that are five or six, seven years away from now. Right. Like you don't know what that's going to that that pick is going to be. You don't know how that pick's going to pan out. Focus on the guys you have right now. And in today's league, as talented as it is, I mean, I don't think anyone should be looking to tank like that unless there's a, a Monty Bates type generational talent coming up right a year or two away that i understand but this whole idea of first round draft picks being your main priority you know and you celebrating it and getting glorified for, for it by casuals when these picks are in 2028 like yo no basketball in the nba now is just so talented that it should be about utilizing maximizing and you know building the perfect recipe with what you already have right implementing a system that works implementing a coach and his style with the guys you have and bringing in the perfect supporting cast for that that works right and you know a lot of it is the, the thing is people are lazy they don't want to do that it takes real basketball knowledge and a real eye for the game to do these things right so the easy thing to do is oh let's just secure draft picks right well no guess what's going to happen there's going to be so much talent now it's not even going to be about you know, who has who it's going to be about how are they utilizing who they have, right? That's what happens when there's a um, saturation of talent and that's going to happen now. And you look at a team like Memphis, you know, and I love what they've done. Tyler Jenkins has a squad. Memphis is a more talented than, you know, so many teams. There's so many young teams that are just as talented, you know, if not more talented than Memphis, but they ain't getting the result that Memphis is getting because Memphis, Tyler Jenkins said, yo, I got a good young core. I got Ja Morant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maximize who we have, the Grayson Allens, all these guys, Dylan Brooks, and I'm going to create a winning basketball culture, whether that's through defense, whether that's through, you know, it's through a number of things. It's through a combo of things. And he made a click. He made it work. He made his guys buy into what he has, right? So Memphis doesn't have to focus on tanking now, whereas there's other teams that have more talent than them that are thinking about, should we go look for the draft? No, you should go figure out a fucking philosophy that works with the guys you have and try to win try to win now right um you know i think the other idea like oh let's go draft in 2029 like that's a loser's mentality right you're always going to just be looking at the next first round pick five years from now focus on who you have now you know i look at a guy like uh, nate mcmillan came into the atlanta hawks completely turned that team around sometimes it's minor tweaks right in the way you operate your offense and the way you coordinate your defense sometimes that's how you empower your players you know trey young's playing with freedom which means all the other guys are having fun out there and then it just clicks right that's what winning teams do and that's what that's what the focus should be how do we take what we have and make it win right like i think the pelicans should be you know in the playoff race too if the memphis grizzlies are same with the kings why not 
right? They have more talent possibly. So you look at teams like, you know, the Raptors, like, yo, that was a team that was two years removed from a championship. You got Nick Nurse, who's an NBA champion in his first year. He ain't going to want to tank. Neither are the players that are on that squad. They were in the playoffs last year. Took Boston to seven, right? So, you know, the main goal should be like minor tweaks, minor additions. You know, who do we bring in? How do we empower it? Like Jordan Clarkson two years ago, look at this. And I always tell you, it's all situational. It's all how you utilized. It's all how it's put together, the perfect storm. And it takes a real basketball mind to do this because you got a guy like Jordan Clarkson. Three years ago, if I told you that guy was going to be a sixth man of the year and he's a pure hooper, you would have said, oh, no, he's inefficient. He plays He plays no defense, right? Well, no, Ed Snyder got him, put him in that spot, gave him the green light, gave him the freedom and said, just go hoop, play your game. We'll take care of the defense. We'll take care of the rest of the shit. And he does that. And look what, look what it leads to. He's going to be the sixth man of the year. There's so many guys out there, just the six-man role alone. Let's look at this. There's so many guys that I could get that it could produce near or just impact the game near the way Jordan Clarkson does if you really let him and buy it and, and you really commit to letting them do that. Guys like Dion Waiters, guys like Michael Beasley. Um, you know, shit, I could bring OJ Mayo from China. And if he comes in, you know, and even Jamal Crawford now at age 41, you put him in that spot, I guarantee you I could get you a Jordan Clarkson. Similar type of result to Jordan Clarkson, right? But three years ago, you would laugh at Jordan Clarkson being sixth man of the year now because the situation he was in in Cleveland. His coach didn't have him as a priority then, right? So this whole league, the way it works, it's like everyone's going to have pieces. It's how you put them together. The main focus should be how do we create a winning formula with who we have, right? And, and it all comes down to loving the game, wanting to compete, and just smart basketball coaching, right, on both ends. And knowing your guys, knowing your talent, and knowing how to use that talent. That's what teams should be focused on. I'm not into glorifying fucking you getting first-round picks in 2029. I ain't even thinking of that from a fan standpoint, from an analysis standpoint, and just from like a competing standpoint. Like, what are we doing, right? 